Hey, it's Beth here. I've had the A person, I can't say her name, switch to Spanish guitar music because I'm losing it. Spa music doesn't work for me anymore. This is episode 380. I'm trying to remain sane. I really am. And I read the personal journal in the Wall Street Journal. I'm sure I'm the only one. But they had a really good article October 19th. How to like annoying people, okay? People are annoying me. And uh, it's, <laughs> it. okay, so what you gotta do is, somebody's annoying you, right? You gotta find something to like about them. So maybe um, you could ask them if they read a book and maybe you read the same book and it's called an eye-sharing moment. Psychologists call it that. And you go, oh, I liked it, you liked it, blah, 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 okay? I don't know, maybe. And then, here's another one. You have to see the other person as a human. This is what they say. And that it softens you. I'm starting to think, who's annoying here? Me or the other person? Starting to look at a person like a human? Uh, I think you should look in the mirror, buddy. And uh, here's one. People love an invite because it makes them feel appreciated. This is news to who? Annoying people don't know that, okay? The psychologist calls it reciprocal liking. I'm telling you, I, you learn that in um, in preschool, kindergarten, playground. You learn that. Oh my God, I can't do this. Alexis off. Alexis bomb music. I can't do it. I did it yesterday and it was not that exciting so I could handle it. She's ignoring me now. Listen, wait a second. Alexa, spa music. The station, Here she spa, goes. on Amazon Music. I gotta just go back to what I know, okay? There it is, nice and low. Okay, so then what you do with annoying people, although I'm starting to think you're the annoying one, is they bothered you because you don't like looking at them. You don't like the way they sit at their desk the way they ask if they could read your paper. I'm starting to think, I don't know. Anyway, the other thing you can do is invite them to a voluntary activity that you love. Why don't you ask them what they like and go with them on their activity? Why does it always have to be about you? See? Okay, so that, then they say to share a laugh with somebody, but not at their expense. I'm like, golly Moses, and there's nothing, not even like I'm waiting for the last paragraph for me to go, maybe it's all, maybe it's me, maybe it's all about me. No, it's not. It's still, there is an annoying person who's 100% annoying, and then there's the glorious, magnificent you, who was 100% fabulous. Okay, so I read that October 19th, and I'm thinking, hmm, I bet you people that I think are annoying think I'm annoying. So I'm reading this article and getting a whole different message. Like maybe the Wall Street Journal is a little busy with making money and they're not very good at the personal journal and they should invite some people to write it who also aren't stockbrokers. Or, you know, a whole different, go, go out on a limb, get a writer who used to work for Good Housekeeping or, you know, People Magazine, something used to write essays, uh, fun-loving essays, 
just something like that because you're not doing it. The New York Times at least got people to do modern love, which the style section is written by great people. And actually there's a TV show called Modern Love. They took, it's a one page story, half a page, Modern Love. And it tells the whole story about people. They have turned some of those one page essays, less than one page essays, into an entire 45 minute show. Look it up, Modern Love. The whole thing's done in 45 minutes. Very happy endings, very lovely. Maybe annoying people should watch that show. Okay, so here's what happened next. This is today, Monday, October 24th. It's too early in the day for this, but I read it. Want power? Stop saying sorry so much. Okay? So, it says that every time you say sorry, you lose some of your power. I'm like, really? It says apologizing in business, especially when you've actually done something very wrong, is just asking for trouble. I'm like, this is just going to make people more annoying. It's crazy. And then it says, you can either conform to what people want you to be, or you can decide you're going to risk offending people and not saying you're sorry. And there are trade-offs. I'm like, yeah, you're going to be ostracized. You're going to be labeled an annoying person. But they're telling me to do this. I'm telling you, the world's going crazy. So then on the topic goes, and of course, People often, often wield sorry as a weapon to mean exactly the opposite. I'm like, really? It's passive aggressive and it's an insult. I'm like, oh, like, sorry. Okay, fine. So, you know, let's stop doing that. Shed that sorry. Shed that chapeau. That is a good one to get rid of. Okay. This lady in Wisconsin says that they use the word sorry up there all the time. It's in the middle of a sentence. Instead of saying, um, they say sorry. And anyway, she moved to Brazil. I don't know why I'm reading this. I don't know why this applies to the story. I don't know why. I don't know why uh, Hannah Zebo is uh, telling me how to live my life. So she, she, goes to, she goes to Brazil, and I didn't know this. They never say they're sorry in Brazil. I just thought tango dancers probably never step on each other's toes. I don't get it. So... She comes home from this trip. Her mother's probably paid for it. She gets in the car with her mother who's picked her up at the airport. Her mother, who could have bought herself a new car if she hadn't sent her daughter, Hannah, to Brazil. So she gets in the, in the car and sits next to her mom and she puts her seatbelt in her daughter's seatbelt. And she says she's sorry. And Hannah turns on her like a wildcat and says, that does not qualify for a sorry mom. Take it back. I'll tell you what her mother is thinking. Oh my God, my friends were right. I should have never sent you to Brazil. I am spoiling you rotten and you are becoming an annoying person. Okay? So then they go, this article is all about it today because the British leader, Liz Truss, last week apologized for, for making mistakes in, pu in pushing her risky, that's a good word for crazy, tax plan. It was met with calls of resign because she said she was sorry. That's why they're telling you not to say you're sorry. I gotta tell you, when I was younger, like in my 20s, I was infertile 
and this is a big segue, but it's but it's true. And I had this doctor, Weinstein, and I loved him very much. And it took four surgeries, two major, two minor. We we worked together with Kit for two and a half years. And he, we got very close. Other doctors said that's where he made his mistake because my third surgery was a little microsurgery. He looks inside and everything's perfect, except my fallopian tube on my good side is stuck to my ovary just with a hair. He tweaks it with a knife. Six weeks later, we go back from age and he thought he'd fixed it. We do a hydrotubation, he had not. We go in, a big cyst had developed on that side. He had to take the whole side out. He was despondent. He came to me after the surgery in tears. I mean, seriously, it makes me want to cry still. And he said he was so sorry and he didn't mean it. And I forgave him, even though it was a huge problem. I never had a baby. I forgave him because he didn't mean it. He said he was sorry. It was so powerful. And had he never said he was sorry, I would have stayed angry and resentful for the rest of my life. I promise you I would have. It saved my life that he came in and said that. And I'm sure he risked my being able to sue him or something as if I would ever. But he just couldn't resist coming in and telling me the truth. And it cleared it all up. So I don't want to get rid of I'm sorry. I think narcissists never say they're sorry. Do we all want to be like that? That's crazy. That's crazy. We can't. We can't do this. We can't. We have to say we're sorry. There's this other guy from Canada, and he tried to give up his sorries and his ahs and stammering, you know, Canadian sweet guy, because they said he was going to he was, he was trying to make it in America as a salesman, and they said, that is your problem. So he stopped doing it, and he stammered, and he, he felt bad every time he didn't say he was sorry. So he just took it back, and he's a terrible salesman, but he's a good human being because he says he's sorry all the time. If you feel like saying you're sorry, just say you're sorry. Don't worry about your power. That's crazy. That's called withholding. You're just going to get all messed up if you do that. If you, if you just willfully hold back saying you're sorry and being kind, you might get more power, but you're going to lose your soul. You're going to lose what's good about you. So, you know, we just have to fight back. We can't fall for these things. They're wrong. I'm sorry is a lovely thing to say. So is thank you. And so is please. They are all good. They all grease the wheels. They all keep us talking to each other and being kind to each other. So forget the Wall Street Journal personal column. They need to hire new people. They need to hire not annoying people. That's what they should do. Put an ad in the paper, in their paper, saying, hey, in our personal journal section, we need not annoying people. If you think you're not annoying, please send us a note and let's start over and let's stop telling people these things that are just going to make us all madder and madder and crazier and crazy is the thing we can't do. We have got to stay sane. So forget it. Just say you're sorry with reckless abandon anytime you feel like you are sorry.
Sorry I didn't call you back. Sorry I'm late. Even if it's just five minutes. You know your friends. I always love it. I think it's sweet. So maybe it's just our generation, but I'm telling you what, I wish we could, could push it into the younger generation because they're going to miss it. So anyway, that's what I've got today. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just had to say it. We've got to stay sane. We've got to stay what we are. We have to stay what's good about us. We have to keep doing what we think is good and what we think is right, no matter what. So what if we're a bad salesman? I'd rather be with a bad salesman who's a good person than at the Ritz-Carlton with a jerk. So, and wouldn't you? So let's just remain calm and remain sane, and I will be back. Thanks, bye-bye.